Countrywide on RTE Radio 1. This week marks a year since Russia invaded Ukraine, Europe's breadbasket. Throughout the last 12 months on Countrywide, we've heard from people who stayed behind to continue working with their livestock and on their farms. Edward Herman left the family farm in Japarizo Oblast to join the war effort, but his parents, Sergei and Valentina, stayed at home to tend to the family orchard. They... Uh just don't want to to leave their village. They don't want to leave their house and their business. It's like uh, they they spend all their life there. That was last March. I spoke to Edward yesterday. When did you last talk to your mum? Just a couple of minutes ago. How is she? She's fine. They are adapted. They are already adapted to the situation and they are running their farm. Adapted to the situation. In this case, that means halting work in the orchards whenever there is an airstrike and then calling in the army to check for unexploded ordnance. Sometimes there are shells or rockets falling down on the farm or somewhere in the orchard or field. If it happens, we need to be very careful and inspect the field with the drone. And what are they checking for? For missiles that haven't exploded? Yes, yes. Uh, they are not uh, doing this inspection themselves. Uh, it's made by uh, s- someone from army. And if they find something which seems to be dangerous, they uh, call the, the unit that can explode this in a safe way. Does this happen often? Yes. Once a week? Twice a week? Sometimes it happens Every day or a couple of times a day or it cannot happen for a couple of weeks or even like three, four weeks. Most of the apples went unpicked last year left on the trees to fall and rot, or for anyone brave enough and hungry enough to take for themselves. This year we haven't harvested apples at all, because the harvesting time was during the dangerous period, and all the apples remained on the trees. First of all, we we give permission to everyone who wants to, to get it. They can go there and get it, of course. And if we have some products uh, that we harvested. Of course, we we donate a lot. Uh, every Ukrainian, every Ukrainian donate donate a lot to army, and it's all voluntarily because we respect army, and uh, it's all uh, currently army consists of just the regular people. They joined army since the war started, and sometimes uh, they need this help. Sergei and Valentina reckon that everyone's productive time on the farm has been cut by about two-thirds. But the work must go on because the farm is the only employer in the area now. This farm is the only running company in the area and people who live there, they're very dependent to work that they have at our farm. 
and uh, we help to community with work and also with the products that we donate to local community and to arm as well and uh, we see very important social aspect of running this farm and uh, continuing doing that it was okay to leave the apples unpicked last year but unless the trees are all pruned back before spring comes there is a danger that they will not be productive in the future and the orchard could be lost forever uh, a couple of forkets just hit our farm and we had to repair this so uh, we have limited all the spendings and we are trying to save as much money as we can it's um, very difficult for example if you don't cut trees for two years in a row uh, the orchard will be spoiled and we will not be able to receive anything after war uh, after war is finished so we have to do this to save the business at all Just because they've adapted to this new reality doesn't mean that Edward and his parents aren't also hoping that the war will end this year. I hope the war ends very soon. I hope this year. I, I'm not happy of this being a new normal for me, but um, if, if I don't adapt, my mental health will be, would be <laughs> very damaged. Herman speaking to me from Ukraine. The music on a moonlit night, which is a much loved Ukrainian folk song, is recorded by our own Patrick Dexter at his home in County Mayo. The IFAC survey, which came out, farmer survey, which came out this week, reveals the impact of everything that Edward was talking about here. 75% cite rising input prices as their biggest concern for 2023. That's up 10% on the same figure from last year. 54% of farmers are concerned about their electricity and gas costs in the midst of the uh, cost of living crisis. Fuel and transport costs were also a key concern for 51% of farmers. And interestingly, 32%, almost a third of farmers now said they're struggling to find uh, available employees. Still, though, Listening to Edward talking about leaving your crop in the fields to be scavenged by those who are hungry enough to ignore the danger of shelling really does put all of that very much in perspective, doesn't it?